Hi, I'm DRT. It's Laura. I'm bringing you episode 20 today of the MDRT podcast. I'm going to say that we are starting a three-part series um, of ladies, of marathoners who consider the NYC marathon the best marathon on the planet. Um, I got that response from all three of these ladies. So episode 20, 21, and 22. So you guys can keep guessing who is coming. But this is uh, Dr. Stephanie Park Um, on Facebook. She is Stephanie Park Zwicker. And she's actually a good friend of mine. She's an allergist in St. Louis. And we met through MDRT, of course. Um, And she's just a fantastic person a fantastic mother, fantastic runner. Um, She is inspiring and uplifting. And whenever I need an encouraging word, I text or call Stephanie. She's so dedicated to her sport and loves it. She gets up at four in the morning um, sometimes to run 20 miles before the day begins. Always has a smile on her face, always is positive. She ran a ginormous PR in the most recent Chicago Marathon, 322. That number was a long time coming. I knew she had it in her. I bet she um, has more in her. And uh, this is our conversation. Um, And of course, she believes um, unbiasedly that the New York City Marathon is the best marathon on the planet. And I hope all of you uh, will sign up for the lottery soon. So enjoy this conversation. Bye. Hello. Hello. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm just finishing up some laundry. <laughs> Very <laughs> exciting stuff. Very glamorous. It is. is it snowing there? It's snowing no. here. No, but it's like really windy and it's been kind of rainy, so it's pretty gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross out, but... Welcome, Dr. Stephanie Zwicker, yeah. to the MDRT podcast. Yay! Yay. It's so yeah. weird. I, I've never, obviously, I've never been, I guess, interviewed or whatever. <laughs> well, I have to say, I kind of, I like tricked you a little bit because you're like, oh, we can talk about Philadelphia and like it'll be like kind of about you too. And I was like, okay. I know you totally did. <laughs> I did. I like did the bait and switch. And then like, it wasn't really planned. Andrea like made me a, you know, deal I couldn't refuse. She was like, yeah. I made the intro and I'm going to call you. And I'm like, okay. Um, and the other thing is that I already interviewed her. So I could do that kind of guilt free. And I needed to talk to you about you. Well, we, I mean, there's plenty of stuff that we could learn about Oprah Cha still. Yeah, so there might yeah, be yeah. opportunity. <laughs> I think people have had enough of Oprah Cha so far. I don't think so. Yeah. But I, yeah, I was teasing Andrea. I was like, you stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> but she did such a good job. It was perfect. She did a great really job. Well. Yeah. She did a really great job. Yeah. So Dr. Stephanie, you are an allergist in St. Louis, right? I am. Yes. And technically I go by Stephanie Park. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're like me I, on Facebook. I like add my maiden name on to like, yeah, yeah. Well, I figure on Facebook, I don't need to be recognizable by my patients. Yeah. So, so I I figure out, so outside of being a doctor, I'm Stephanie Zwicker. So, right. It's confusing. It's a little stupid. It is confusing. It's stupid. I actually never used Lee until very recently. And I was trying, I'm trying to hide from, you know, from patients and stuff, but yes, that's exactly but I mean, you kind of Zwicker for a long time because I was, as I always do, and I know you pretty well, um, or I like to think so, even though oh, I you totally you do. Know, I yeah. like met you like <laughs> twice or something. Um, but you've known Aaron since you were like a baby. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that. So well, come December 7th, because that's when we officially started dating. We will have been together for 30 years. <laughs> what? I know. It's so stupid. It's, it's so not crazy. stupid. It's not stupid, but it's just a little bit crazy. Yeah. Um, when did you start yeah. dating? How old were you? Were you like, a, like literally a child? No, we were. Well, I, I guess it depends on what your definition of a child is. Yeah. <laughs> but we, um, we started dating freshman year of high school. 
Oh, that's yeah, so sweet. So we my my son's school. a sophomore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's funny is like our friends who um who have kids about the same age and they they have boyfriends. We're always like or girlfriends. And we're always like, this could be it. This could yeah. really be it. You yeah. never know. <laughs> You'd be forever. <laughs> yeah. So um we went to school together starting in seventh grade, but um we didn't start dating obviously until a couple years later. We did, and then um, you know, it took had, two whole years. Exactly, we had to test out the water, <laughs> you know. Um, but we did break up for a year and a half, uh, uh, freshman year of college to sophomore spring break. Uh, so yeah, which was good. I mean, that was yeah that was your a good thing. your little break where yeah you went to Yale. Is that right? Yep. Yep. And cool. he was at Swarthmore for a year. And I'm curious if like he and Laura Morrison, I think they would have knew each other. <laughs> yeah. So he was only there for a year and then he transferred and went to Wash U. So that yeah. first year, um, he was at Swarthmore. I was at Yale. It, that was the year that we broke up. And uh. then, um, then we actually, we got back together over the phone during Aww. like right before our spring break sophomore year yeah very very sweet and then Aww. we've been together since yes. oh my gosh <laughs> did you know julie uh, yeah, oh, she no no she's a couple I, years older yeah i think that we overlapped for like a year or okay something like that but she was up in the med school so i didn't you know we we didn't really oh i see cross paths Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, and then you went to Vanderbilt. Is that right? I did. Yeah. So you... And I just found out that Megan um, Creason, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. yes. But that we, I would bet that, that we were there around the same time. Ah, cool. When I was listening to her podcast, I was like, oh. And then Emily E. Stoneman and I, I think were like a couple years apart. Okay, but you didn't so, know Emily. But I didn't know her. No, I, if only. I mean, yes. if I, you know, I wish yeah. I had that. That would be my, fun. <laughs> my practice partner, the other one that I haven't talked about, Lisa Jackson, was in Emily's class. So she Wait, also was I at Vanderbilt. I, I, think I, I think I vaguely remember that name. I'll have to. She is a tall, beautiful, like she looks like a supermodel if you saw her. She's like yeah. six feet tall. She's black. She's a swimmer. She's an athlete. Um, yeah. really, really nice. I think so, I do vaguely remember her. Yeah. You mentioned. So, so Vanderbilt. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Well, it's always a small world. Yeah, yeah, it is a very small world. Um, people, uh, mix Lisa and I up all the time. Yeah, of course. I look like a six foot tall, yeah, like, exactly. beautiful <laughs> supermodel like she obviously. is. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and then did you make plans to go back home? Like, because you wanted to go home? Because Aaron was still in the um, St. Louis area. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like such a homebody. He, um, again, he went away for like a year in college. And then he's been in St. Louis ever since. And we are less than a block away from his parents. Like, he is so much of a homebody. (laughs) But, um, no, I think, you know, I was telling my son, I was like, when I left high school, I thought that was it. I wasn't coming back to St. Louis. And then obviously I went away for college and then I got a little bit closer going to Vanderbilt, but, um, you know, I still hadn't fully committed to the idea of coming back to St. Louis, but Aaron was here. And I originally, I wanted to go to Denver for my residency. And I always tell him, this is the one thing that I wish we may, maybe would have done differently. I mean, we probably would have ended up back in St. Louis regardless, but if we would have had a time where we were together living in a different city, together I think that would have been sort of you know that would have been like our yeah that would have been fun but um uh, but yeah we've been in St. Louis I mean when did I come here I guess I came back in 2002 yeah and so yeah did you get married right away or you did we get yes so I got married my intern year we did long distance for seven years wow yeah so when we were finally in the same city we were kind of like okay Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. We get married. Yeah. So I got married my intern year. And I remember because there, um, I, we had three weeks. You had a two-week vacation and a one-week vacation. And so I took my two-week vacation at the time of the wedding. But I wasn't going to be – like, I either could start it the day after we got married or I would take it the two weeks before and get work on that Monday. And so I did it the two weeks before so that I could get things prepped and all that stuff. 
So I got married and then on that Monday we were doing, I, I was on call and it was, yeah. The worst. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. It was like 1am. It was right before all the residency work hours kind of thing. So you were there all night and all that yeah. stuff. And I remember being like one thirty in the morning, I'm um, hopping on the elevator. I'm like looking at my nails, which are all nicely done because I never had, like, I just don't do my nails very often. Yeah. I had on my wedding ring and I was like, this is pathetic. This yeah. is You're like, I just got married and here I, I am back. I mean, it's the same. It's like, yeah, it is pathetic. I actually got married my internship year too. So we have that in common. And I yeah. did it the opposite way. The rehearsal dinner was like at six o'clock and I was in the hospital, like, oh my gosh, you know, like signing out and trying yeah. to get home. And like, I don't know, I, I forget like how we prepped for the wedding. We, there was no prep. It just right. kind of like right. happened. And up. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I need to sign out and get to my rehearsal dinner. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think this means that we deserve like another celebration of some yeah. sort, you know, yeah. like one where we aren't so restricted by time and, and the responsibilities. Let's go, let's go have a second wedding. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So that was 2002. So you've been married now for 17 years. Yep. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. How long have you and Rich been married? 17 years. Oh, yeah. yeah in se- in September. So when's your anniversary? We're October 12th. Oh, oh, it was the so same. pretty close. I know. That's so funny. I swear that we have a lot of similarities. Oh, I really do feel like our love. Yeah. We're there are a lot same. of details that aren't, but yes. I know. Anyways. Yeah. Well, your parents are both doctors. I knew your father was a doctor. Yes. Yeah. My yes. mom is actually, she's still working and she's going to retire um, at the end of this year. But my dad was an OBGYN and he, oh. um, we, like he had the same sort of story. He came over, like, I think, I think he may have had $250 in his pocket is what yeah. he said. So maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit more. Uh, but he came and he, through a friend of his, heard about some job opportunities in the St. Louis area because he almost settled in New York. Um, and I wonder if he would have, if our paths really would have crossed. But yeah. um, he ended up coming to St. Louis and then like got himself set up with a job. They got my mom's kind of tra- cause they had to train again, you know, since they're, oh, they're it's crazy. They're yeah. So he got himself set up and he got my mom set up and then she came over after and wow. then he ended up being an OBGYN in this like, like rural area, um, just outside of St. Louis. And they actually still live in that tiny little town. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. It's like crazy. What's you know, their lives must have been like at that time. Like you just picked up and move and learned a language and like exactly. came here. It's crazy. They, my mom and dad, they both talk about how they used to have, like, you know, they'd walk around on rounds and they'd have to have like a full out dictionary in their pocket. Right. right. Cause, cause they, had to, <laughs> they had to figure that out. And then my mom, my mom worked at the VA and that's where she still is there. And um, I mean, the funny thing for her was that you know, she was dealing with vets. So like the language that they had was like, if there's, I mean, I had to explain to her what every curse word was. Right. All the slang. Yes. All of this slang. I mean, it's just, you know, I think it's just just a different world. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Your, your father's retired though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's been retired for hmm, maybe close to 10 years, 15 years, maybe. Wow. Oh, good yeah. for him. I mean, OBGYN is, you know, it's the lifetime, your our lifespan of working is not, is a little bit limited because yeah. of all the call and all the, you know, yeah. late nights and stuff like that. So you are on call this weekend. Yeah. I am on call right as we speak. So oh let us okay. hope that nothing happens. Okay. Did you have to go in? I, I, I delivered a baby the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, and then rounds, of course, and we were super busy leading up to Thanksgiving, but um, I mean, knock on wood, it's been, you know, it's been fine. So, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll, well see. hopefully it'll be. Yes. Yes. Peaceful. Yes. So you have two kids. Yes. Tessa. Uh, Tessa and Nicholas. And Nicholas. Yeah. And Tessa is younger. Yeah. Yeah, she is 10 going on 18. Okay, and yes, as they all are. As they then, all are. Yes. And Nicholas is, he'll be, he'll be 13 in January. Okay. Uh, but he, yeah, he's like sort of an old soul, but in like, like, um, 
like a grandpa-ish old soul. Yeah. <laughs> and Tess is, <laughs> Tess is my little feisty one. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, you Aww. know. And, and Nicholas goes to the school that you and Aaron went to. Yeah. Yes. That's so, so sweet. It's like it's, he's living your life over. Yeah. We, it's funny because, um, yeah, I mean, there, we were excited for him to, to go. We both have a lot of fond memories of the school. And I, keep, I was telling my friends, I was like, you know, how could I not? My family was like based in that school. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it all started. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he started there. But, you know, our, our hope is, um, you know, we are pretty involved in the school, which my parents were not and neither are Aaron's. Um, but we're hopeful that his experience is his experience and it isn't ours. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not reliving it again. Yeah. But there, and there also, there are a lot of kids of alums who are go back to the school. St. Louis is a pretty small town kind of feel. So, yeah. so, um, so yeah, there cool. it's, yeah, it's a good community and he's been really enjoying it. And Aww. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. New school, but yeah. Great. Um, what about, so when did the running come in for you? Cause I think, you, I mean, you ran a couple ones, a couple marathons, like early in the, like, yeah. Sort of your twenties and thirties. Is that right? Yeah. So the first marathon I ran was actually at Vanderbilt. I did the country music marathon. Um, it was my third year of medical school. Okay. And what I, year was that? Yeah, so that's what I, I should have looked up all these years, but I didn't. No, I mean, um, like no one would really want to know. So it's, I ran my first one in 2000 with my dad. So I was just curious. Yeah, I think mine that. would have been 2001. Okay. So um, it was April. And um, at the time, Vanderbilt was a really traditional uh, medical program, like a medical education program. And I it didn't. I should have gone somewhere probably a little less traditional, I think. So I was kind of those first two years of medical school, I was like, they were not for me. They yeah. just were not for me. And then, but so by the time I got to third year, I was starting to be like, you know what? I got to do something. I have to do something. And third year, the clinical rotations were fantastic. But I decided, like, I'd always done exercise and I'd run a little bit. Um, I, I played rugby in college. So I, you know, I wanted to do something that was just very like, I wanted to have structure again. And yeah. so I started, um, training for that as just sort of as a release. And I, that I, you know, it's funny is I don't have the medal anymore. I remember moving from Nashville to St. Louis and kind of be like, Oh, I'm not going to use this. Like, I think I donated it to, you know, those, um, were you right? Like you donate the medals to, yeah. to charity. And then, um, but then the other thing that I realized fairly recently is I don't have like an official record of my marathon. Huh. So, so it's not I, online somewhere or anything. No. So what I think, cause I remember this feeling slightly that when I, I got like those timing chits that you had to tie to your shoe, Yes, you know, like you had to like somehow lace it into your shoe. And I don't know if I actually did that. Like, I feel like I was like, I don't know what this is. And so I just, didn't even right. use it. And it but, probably didn't even matter to you, like how really how fast it was. Yeah, or I like... had no concept of what yeah. I was running or what I, but recently um, I was looking through some old photos and instead of like going on to marathon photo and looking at all your online pictures, they, I guess they sent you a proof. And so yeah. once you get the proof then you can decide if you want to buy the print or not. So I still have the proof of me crossing the finish line which was validating because I was like well maybe I didn't finish and I just, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like, you there's finish. no record of me doing this and so um and I so I didn't remember the time either but on the thing the time was like 452 or something okay. like okay so I was like oh there it is that was my first marathon yay um, so yeah so I did that one um and then and I did one my second year of residency in St. Louis cool and then I took about 10 years off. Yes, which is the exact same story everyone has, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it's because of the kids, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So, and then 2013, I did the Go St. Louis Marathon. And then um, then I went on the string where, like, every marathon that I did, I did twice. Like, I did uh, two rock and rolls, two Go St. Louis, two Champagne, Christie um, yeah. Clinic Marathon, two Cowbells, which are local yeah. And then they were mostly local for the most part, right? Yes. They weren't like you flew somewhere and spent like a weekend somewhere or anything. Like yeah. That. I think they were all local. Yeah. And then I did Chicago October before my first Boston. So yes. 
And so then, when did you, so let's talk about your first Boston qualifier. Like when did you like have it in your mind? You're like, Oh, I'm pretty fast actually. Or I'm, you know, yeah. there's this, this goal that people have to qualify <laughs> to run a marathon, to get to run another marathon. Right. 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 Like um, when did that become enticing, which other people think is actually a little bit crazy. So, <laughs> so that the, it was coming back after having kids. Cause I started getting back into running um, like a little more seriously, certainly, you know, I would do a couple miles maybe, and then, and maybe go to an elliptical machine or, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. And then, um, Tessa used to wake up at four 30 pretty much every morning. And so, and Nicholas and Aaron are both good sleepers. So we would get up and I would hop, uh, you know, I'd tie her into the stroller and we would, um, we'd go for a run. So, and I think from doing that so regularly, um, I just, when I started running without the stroller, I was a yeah. lot faster. And that right. was kind of like, cause I remember after the second marathon that I did, um, after residency, I was like, you know, I heard vaguely about Boston, but I was like, whatever, there's no way. Like I just, yeah. I, I mean, I even remember being like, that's beyond a possibility. Yeah. And then after doing the, my third marathon, break, I think I got, I think I was around the four hour mark. And yeah. so I was kind of like, oh, I can do this. Maybe yeah. like, or 350. I may have even been like just under the four hour mark. I was like, oh, I could probably do this. And then, um, then I started meeting some people around St. Louis who ran. And so that's when I started doing like track sessions or speed work or really instead of running like two or three times a week, you know, running three to four times a week and then four to five times a week. Yeah. Five, times a week. And yeah. so, um, so, but it was that, the, that year or, or so that I was running with Tess in the stroller that really kind of, I don't know, I feel like that's when yeah. I started realizing, you know, this is possible. Um, it's your strength training. It was basically. my strength training. Exactly. <laughs> Resistance training, really. Like you had like a weight weighing you down and then when you didn't run with that weight, it, you were like so much stronger. It's like yeah. amazing. Yeah. But then, you know, truthfully, the way that I got in my first boss and it was I aged into it Um, because I had hovered at, I think I needed a 340 at the time. And I hovered right at 340 for like three or four marathons. I mean, we're talking within like a minute of each other, you know, and, um, and so I found out I like with my, I was cowbell and I got like a 340. I mean, I think it was like 30 something or 40 something. Um, and I remember being, I was super bummed and that, but then a, a friend of mine who was an Ironman was, you know, who'd done a bunch of Ironman. So I was like, but you're turning 40 so that your, your time's going to change. I was like, what? What? <laughs> He's like, you're going to be 40 by the time you're going to be 40 by the time that Boston rolls around. So right. You, you'll have five minutes. I was like, oh my God. So, so that's how I got in. I ended up, well, but what I think is funny is I did that and then I did Chicago um, before that upcoming. So Boston, yeah. Hope, yeah. And, but that Chicago time I got like a three, I think I got a three twenty nine. that Chicago. Nice. But so I think mentally, like, honestly, like there's such a hurdle of that BQ time. And I think once that you, like, there's some way of crossing that hurdle. It's like that for me, it felt like this big weight was off of, off of me, this big yeah. responsibility and all this pressure. I mean, we've talked about this. I, I just run a lot better when there's no pressure. So, so I think having done that um, really unintentionally, so all I really did was get a year older. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then it was like, oh, wait, okay. Then I don't have to worry about that time anymore. Right. That was the first year of, of really seeing big, big jumps. Big results. Huh? That's yeah. so funny. Like you spent a couple marathons in the 140 range. And then like once you, that barrier was done, you're like all of a sudden at 129. I mean, not one. I keep on, three. Oh, yeah. Three. That'd three be 29. amazing. Sorry. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> I have a problem with numbers somehow. No, so that's okay. Like, that's all right. That's all so three. <laughs> 329. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, so then without the pressure, it was kind of like, you're just running like, yeah, for the sake of running and running, you know, the best that you can, but there wasn't like some number in your head that you had to get over. Exactly. So that was, I mean, yeah. So that's what I'm I'm trying to continue with that. And yeah, which is great. And, and plus like, again, when I first, when I got to the, I I told Aaron when I was like, I'm, I think I might be able to do Boston win. Once I do, I'll retire. Like, that's it. Once I, yeah, once right. I do Boston, I'm Yeah, done. right. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that that has not panned yes. out. Yes, well. I think you've signed up for your fourth Boston. Is that right? Yeah, I have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now yeah. I said I, I want to do a five years. Yeah. I think if I do a five and then that would be, I mean, that would be great so because great. then you'll be like, oh, maybe I'll do it for 10 years. Thanks, Laura. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> there's um, always something me, else. If you meet me there, maybe I will. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm only signed up for my second. So, you know, yeah. we well, know. just we, the beginning. Just the beginning. <laughs> just the beginning. Well, but, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, but it is, it's such a great, it's, the weekend is so fun, right? Like just being, I mean, all these big races. So now I did all those local ones. Now I've been doing like more of the larger ones and it is those, just the people, the environment, the excitement. I mean, it's so, it's just so fun. And the meetups are so good. Like these past marathons have all been like, okay, great. Like it was such a fun weekend. I'm like, oh, right. There's still a race to run to. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. So you've told me you really liked New York. Is it your, was it your favorite race? Yes, by far. Yeah. It really is. You ran 2018. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you ran a 327, if I remember. No. Yeah. Something like that, right? Something like that. No, tell me the number because you know. I don't know. That's the problem. See, I'm telling you, I I remember my Chicago time now because it's an easy number to remember. But I think I may have run a 329. Yeah, I ran a 329 because it because I had my Chicago PR was a 329 18. And New York was a 329.16, I think. Oh, my gosh. You, yeah. you ran, I remember, you were, like, kind of stuck. You know how you said you were stuck at 340 for a little bit? Then, yeah. Then you ran a bunch of them all around 120, I mean, 329, 330, yeah. 329, yes. like, a yeah. bunch of them. And yeah. And then you ran, I know, I'm I'm stalking you, and I'm scary like this, but you no, ran. No, no, that's a, good. I, well, I we ran think... Boston together um, this year when it was yes. hot. And yes. you finished at a 327. That, yeah. that yeah. I know for sure. Because I was like, if I somehow could have attached my body to you, like that's what would have happened. <laughs> oh, I wish I could have too. I wish I could have too. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, yeah, I kind of collapsed at that point. So, and then. It was uh, a weird day. I mean, it, it was, was a, a weird really day. weird day. Remember walking to the buses? Remember that weather? When yeah. We were walking? Yeah. I mean, that oh, was yeah. Like a I, monsoon. It was crazy. I FaceTimed, or not FaceTime, gosh. I like live streamed the the rain to um, MDRT that morning. It was like yeah. windy and cold. And then it was like hot later. It's very It got weird. really hot really quickly. Yeah. That's what Mark keeps saying about that race. He's like, you know, that's the thing about Boston is that, you know, that day, it just, you were, the, it got hot at like the exact worst Wrong time. time. Yeah. yeah. So it was merciless to me, but all right, going back to New York, I want to tell me why that is your favorite race. Like why? Cause I'm trying to sell it. So, here oh my go. gosh. Well, first of all, like even just alone, like, so two things, like from a logistical standpoint, that is truly like Boston, you know, Boston's great, but like, I, I always feel like Boston's kind of like people are there to work, you know, they're there for like business. They're, they're there to like really you know, they've, they've, they've done work to get there. They're, this is, this is kind of like, I'm here to, to race, you know, yeah. and then New York, it just feels, and the city is all behind it for sure in Boston, but there's, there's just a, a little bit more of an intensity yeah. there. Whereas New York just feels like a party the yeah. entire time. I mean, yeah. the entire city is there and people are cheering and Brooklyn is, I mean, has to be by far the best place to run anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it is, that is just a complete and total party. I mean, I just, you feel like you're skipping along. I felt like I was skipping along basically the whole race. I mean, it was just so, so engaging. Fun. Oh my gosh. Yes. All the kids, all the high fives, all the cheers. Yeah. It was just, and all we did gospel, have really- gospel choirs. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it felt like you felt like you were almost in a different country as well, just because yeah. you could see all the international people or people of different cultures and religions and ethnicities and, and everything. So it was just, it's just a really, it, it, you, you know, it's like you're running with like all like tens of thousands of your best friends. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's just so happy and, and just wants you to do well. And is just excited to be there. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, for, and personally for me, I had run Chicago 
it was four weeks prior and that Chicago race speaking like again going back to that no pressure like I had really wanted to break or I wanted to get close to 325 I had trained for that and you know I felt like I was ready but um but on that that race it just I wasn't it wasn't there that day and so I was was disappointed in it and I I really hate being disappointed after a race just because you spend so much time and energy and you know it's again it's this is this is something that gives me release. It helps me on a day-to-day basis. Like if, you know, I want to do my best, but if I don't hit my time, nothing bad's going to happen. You know, it's not like I'm going to lose my job or, you know, I've got to do something terrible is going to happen. So, um, so for New York, I I really was going and being like, well, whatever happened. Yeah. I've never run two marathons four weeks apart. So I didn't know how I was going to feel or what was, if I was, if my legs were to just totally stop and, and not want to move anymore. So, um, so it was just really about kind of soaking it in and, and enjoying the day. And, um, we had good weather, um, you know, with the sun shining on that Verrazano bridge, like seeing Manhattan in the distance, like there's just, there are so many vivid and just really beautiful memories of that race for me. I mean, it's just, yeah. It was so fun. And then yeah. seeing you like new, I mean, that's the one thing I think about like, well, if Laura runs New York. <laughs> what's going to happen if that like, mile 24? Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to we're gonna have to find like a surrogate person or like no, a, no. just some random person that we're just going to pretend is Laura, but like well, a little, a little, um, well, you got the park after me, right? Like, yeah, to the park. Um, you didn't look stressed or you know, pained at all. You were like just skipping along. So that was, it was, it was definitely, I called that my unicorn. I mean, I think that race may be the best I will ever feel. Yeah. <laughs> I told, when I told him we wanted, I wanted to go back to New York, he's like, are you sure? Because you had such a good time the first time. And I was like, no, yeah, no, it'll be fine. I'm not expecting it to be the first time, but yeah, it's just such a fun, um, just, it's just fun to be there, you know? Yeah. Like, it's fun to be in Manhattan. It's fun to be in New York. It's it's a really great race. So everybody, yes, everyone come if they can. It would be, we have a great meetup that's organized by Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Do you the, know if you negative split that race? I did. I actually negative. Wow. I, yeah. That's crazy. I, I think I actually, that's the, that's the first time. So that's another thing. That was another goal that I used to always have is I want a negative split. I want a negative split. And I never have. I never had. And, t- and then New York, I did. Um you know, I, you probably did because there was so like not pressure and you thought yeah. you were running it for fun. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm going to start slow because, there, you know, I'm not really running for a time. And then you got like 70% of the way there and you're like, I feel great. I'm going to go faster now. <laughs> yeah. It was really like that. I mean, I think, I think I negative split that by minutes. I mean, it was a good negative split. It was a yeah. pretty big negative split. Yeah. Um, so, and I did. I will say that after coming across the finish line, Aaron, for some way, shape, or form, he managed to see me, I think, three different times on the course. And one of them was at the very end. And he said, <laughs> someone was standing next to him, was like, that girl doesn't look like she's just ran 25 miles. And I was right. like, I feel like I ran 25 miles. Right. And well, you and I have talked about this. It's like the pacing's everything for a negative split. So yes. basically, you could have run that minutes and minutes faster. Um, Cause you had so much in the tank, but it's yep. just hard to know what you have on the day. So it's fine. I'm sure you'll take it and you're not upset about that, but that's, yeah. what, that's yeah. what that shows us. If you were, you know, skipping along and, you know, running um, per, like really, really well and you negative split by many minutes, then you, you know, you could have run the first half faster and still negative split and came in even faster than that. So, yeah, <laughs> who knows? Like, who knows how, you know, what is, for any given day, what is truly like your optimal performance? Right. What time would that really amount to? I know. I spent I too much time the... thinking about that though. It's, like, and it's really hard. It's so, so much hard. time and energy thinking about that on the start line. You're like, what am I going to do? Like, what do I have? Like what's going on? And it's, I, but I think that, I mean, I think you and I both run this way where you have to run it by, like for me, I have to, that was one, another example of like running by feel was so important on that day. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's how it all, that's how it panned out. Yeah. Um, you know, where it, if we felt where we ended up, where I ended up feeling, yeah. ended the race feeling good, which yeah. I don't, you know, expect to happen yeah. very often. I can't agree more to like, you train as best as you can. And then you like sit down and you try to 
figure out what's going to be like a good pace, but then ultimately you just have to listen to your body on the day. Yeah. It's but so you know, hard. what's interesting. So like this Chicago, right? Like it was a yes, really well, good Well, I PR. definitely want, ah, I want to talk about this Chicago because it's like anyone who trained for a marathon who crushes their goal by a couple minutes. And I'm just assuming you wanted to run around a 325 um, or less. And then you ran 322 and then you were like, eh, it was okay. (laughs) The race was just okay. And I was like, what, Stephanie? Like, I'm just so happy. And you're like, eh. It was all right. <laughs> well, it's, it's so that's terrible. Like I don't, I don't mean to like take that for granted. I don't mean yeah. to take like like it's still. No, I get it. I'm super happy about that. But like that, I mean, we've talked a little bit about this. But that question of would, when it came down to it, like it just at the end, <laughs> so spoiled. Like this sounds terrible. <laughs> it didn't feel so good. Spoiled. It just didn't feel good. Exactly. <laughs> like it's such a whiner. Right? Like, oh my god. It wasn't like I was like, oh great. Like it just sort of, it just sucked. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but you know, maybe, but that's the question. Is that what it takes? Like, do you, do you have to, do you have to feel like it sucks at the end? Yes. In order for it, it to be so great. <laughs> and, well, so that's I mean, think like, many times you do, it does. I don't or know. can it be just like, I, I don't mind. Like, I don't, I don't think I, so that Chicago, I'm still like, I don't even know how to process fully Chicago, but the, the idea that, um, like I felt like I had to, f- to continue fighting at the end of Chicago, but I still don't know if I fought with everything that I had. Yeah. And so th- I think that's the part that I'm kind of like, well, but I, you know, was there, maybe there was a little bit more and that's the, that's, I think what, what is sort of, that's the, the, the feeling of um, that something wasn't complete with that race. So yeah, I mean, I don't expect, like I said, to walk in like New York, hopping and skipping and feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm hopping on clouds there. But, but yeah. yeah, that was the thing about Chicago. And so then it becomes the question of like, I, I mean, I, I get chills when I think about New York still. <laughs> so yeah. Like, do I, I think I'd rather, I may rather have that experience than. And not get your PR? I, yeah, I may be. Like, I think I'm, look, I, when it comes to running for, thing that I do at this point is bonus you know like I wanted to go to bo- going to Boston once was like my big goal and so I don't know how much faster I'm going to get I imagine that I'm it, it pretty much I'm going to plateau pretty soon I mean I'm not super old but I'm also not super young and and at some point further gains that I need to make will probably require a little more sacrifice in other aspects of my life I'll probably you know have to pay attention to what I eat more or, you know, massage or strength training or physical therapy, you know, like I think it's going to get to that point. If I want to really reach a different level, I'm probably going to have to make running a little bit more. I'm serious enough about it by all means, but I feel like I'm going to have to just give it a little bit more, even if that means I'd have to run more miles or, you know, I just, so, so I don't know, like, I'm just, you know, I've said before, I really want to do trails. I still would really love to do an ultra. Um, The problem is I don't think I can do any of those things until, I stopped doing the road marathons and there's so many road marathons out there and so many meetups. It's yeah. just hard to say no. Yeah. It's hard to give it up. If you're not done with it, you just, you know, let it run its course. So. Yeah. But it's yeah. a matter of trying to figure out what, what yeah. what's, really the goal? What's, yeah, the goal? what's the goal. What is the goal? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know. I, I still want to do, like, I'd love to be able to do these races where I see, where I get to see you and see, you know, all these MDRTs and, and, um, but do I, I don't I mean, I don't really plan on, I don't know if I can get much faster. I really don't. I think like, you can, Stephanie. I think like for sure, maybe we can chase the unicorn of PRing and feeling awesome at the end. I don't know if that would be feel great. Awesome. Awesome. I don't know. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just so hard in Chicago. Were you feeling like discontent the whole time or just at the end uh, um no not the whole time the there was a lot of like I had to keep trying like it it was a harder I wasn't as engaged in the actual course itself when we talked about this before too I wasn't engaged in that actual course so that was a little bit like so there's a lot of like okay well no just take it easy oh it, it, there I think I do the best when I can 
like high five a bunch of people yeah. and, and, you know, look around and just get distracted from the actual running itself. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I wasn't, I just didn't have that as much of a distraction yeah. on that day for whatever reason. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think, I, and at the end it was just, it, again, it was those last, it's always the last three miles. I, that those are the worst they're the worst <laughs> they're yeah just the worst. like 20 21 22 they're like you're like okay the the water the water is boiling it's coming up but it's like you're like i could do this i can take yeah. this and then and then 23 you're like okay i could be done like <laughs> yeah and that's actually in the year before when i did it that's when i stopped i mean i fully like i was like i'm done yeah I, but I you didn't support. you didn't this year right like this year i didn't so there was definitely a there's like a victory in that right yeah. like i i remembered I mean, in Chicago in 2018, it was very much, is this really worth it? And I was immediately like, nope, not worth it. Not worth it. Stopping, yeah. Walking right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then this year I was like, no. And, you know, Nicholas, I put that on my report, but he had told me, to, you got to go full send, mom. So I was like, full send. Yeah. And full send. Yeah. Got to go full send. And so, um, so that was good that I was able to continue. Yeah. But do you uh, yeah, think like, that was a mental shift or like, or a fitness issue or both? Um, I think probably both because last year I went out too fast. Um, and weather was also a little bit tricky that day. It was humid, but windy and rainy. Um, and I knew like within about three miles that I was like, I could tell even three miles in that I was pushing more than I should be at three miles in. Yeah. So, um, and before 2018, I had really like started tapping into like mental training kind of stuff. Like I really tried to, you know, it was the first time I'd used mantras. It was the first time that I had listened to all those podcasts about mental training and, you know, course strategy and all this kind of stuff. So I was really like trying to intellectualize the whole marathon. And so I started that marathon where I was like, I'm, I'm just going to dig in and I'm just going to, I'm going to, you know, fight through this. My mind's going to get me through all this stuff. But I think for the part of the problem is by like mile 15, 16, my mind was exhausted. Right. So not only was I physically yeah. exhausted, but my mind was already tired. And so it got to that point again where it was probably more like mile 22, where it was like, did you really want this? Right. Is this really worth it? Yeah. Nope. Nope, it's not. <laughs> so, um, so this, so that's, so I think mentally and physically, I did not strategize that race very well. No, I hear um, you. Yeah. I feel like. Mantras are good at the end and you just got to, you got to just coast or kind of walk that line of being overly tired, but pushing it like for yeah. a good 20 miles, basically. Yeah. Well, and then again, Chicago is tricky because it's so flat. Yeah. So like, cause at least when you have hills, right. You can focus on something and then it's over and then you go down and there's something else to focus on. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, who knows? I you, you can't expect I can't expect every race to to be sunshine and roses. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I am happy with that that PR, but uh, New York will still by far and by far and away be top top. Yay! Marathon. Yeah. So what what is on your you know race list for uh, next year? I assume you're well. You're not doing anything in December, or are you doing like short races or anything? Yeah, so Mark wants me to do some short races, which I okay. hate. I, I hate them. them. Oh Mark, we hate them. We hate we, short oh my races. Gosh, you know. Do you hear us, Mark? We hate them. <laughs> I tell him, I, I basically, I curse his name the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it, Mark. <laughs> and, uh, but he, yeah, so I'm going to have to, I'm going to do some of those, which I do understand that they're good for you. And, you know, I never had that. I think I, I posted about this last year when I did them for the first time, that taste of metal in your mouth after you run. That's yeah. like the most disgusting thing ever. It's yeah. disgusting. But on the other hand, like I get it. Like that's great. You know, like check mark done. Did that. <laughs> did a race that was hard enough where I wanted to throw up and I tasted like I tasted metal in my mouth. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> add to this, you know, the sadistic nature of this, um, this of what we do. Uh, so I'll do some short races and then I'll see you in Atlanta for your your and Margie's big birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for that. And then we'll have to talk. I, I'm I'm open to whatever, you know, whatever. I'm open. <laughs> um, so, the big debate. What should yeah. we do? Yeah. So we'll we'll have to figure that out. But you know, because part of it is we have that. I mean, we'll have a long run. You know, that's the problem. 
I yeah. know we're gonna have a lunch. What we're debating, guys, is whether to do the half or the full, and not to race the full. I don't think anyone is. Oh gosh, no. I don't know if anyone in MDRT is racing the full. Um, and I'd like to, you know, cheer people on who are intending to do that. That's totally fine. But um, a lot of us have spring marathons on the calendar already. Um, and I, I feel like we could do it in a casual way and it wouldn't affect anything. And you're right. Like we, we're probably going to have a long run. It's just, we usually don't have a 26.2 long run. No, it won't be a 26.2. <laughs> I feel like if it's, it's that, yeah, if it's like, if it's like 17 or 18 miles and I'm like, yeah, it's probably not worth it. If it's like 20, you know, then I'm like, well, I, really two miles shouldn't make a difference. Right. Right. Well, I mean, the other argument is that it's like a half marathon is short enough that I know I'm going to probably run it like quote unquote too fast for it right. to be a training run. Right. Right. And that could be more, um, you know, energy spent doing that. So I don't know. And I already have another half that I'm going to do before Boston, which is the New York City half. Oh, good. Oh, that's great. Which is in March, March, I don't know, 18th or 13th or whatever. But anyway, I don't know, like, uh, and I hate winter training. (laughs) I know. I know. I so bad. Yeah, it's there's no way around it. I know. (laughs) Well, okay. So Stephanie, you tell me. how you get through winter training. And I want you to talk about how you train and who you train with and what time you train because all that. Okay. So, um, you know, I think for winter, like I'll, I actually did a treadmill run fairly recently because the winds were like 40 miles an hour or something like that. But I basically try and go outside anytime I can. And I will, I mean, you, you know, I start sometimes at like four in the morning, Ah. um, if it's a really long run and actually, so I'll do my long runs on the weekends. Right. So I run six days a week. Um, today, Sundays are usually my day off because it's good. Cause I wake up and you know, I make breakfast. My husband, Aaron's great. He makes breakfast and basically gets the kids up every other day. If I don't make it home before yeah. they do. Yeah. So Sunday's the day that I'll do it and we have breakfast together. So it's, that's been a, a really good pattern for us. But, um, I run out, you know, like I said, I try and run outside if it's hot or if it's cold. Um, if it's icy, then I won't do it. And if there's lightning, I won't do it despite yesterday's run, but, um, everything else like rain, humidity, you know, you have to make adjustments for the weather, but it just, it goes so much quicker when I'm outside than it is on a treadmill. Um, and I just have a lot of really good gear. I feel like I just, I I dress appropriately (laughs) and and I'm very well lit, you know? So I, at least I, you know, I have my headlamp. Uh, my Knox gear is broken, so I have to fix that. But, but in general, I'm I'm pretty well well illuminated. And St. Louis has a really amazing running community. I mean, beyond we have so many St. Louis MVRTs who are fantastic, and then also just there's just there's there are just a lot of people here. Um, so I generally run with um, a handful of other women, and um, all of whom actually I met through basically through Mark. Like I'd met them in other ways, but. A, all of them at one point or another have trained, has, has you have used Mark as a coach. Um, this is the coach that Laura and I share. So, um, and Emmy and, you know, now more and more MDRTs, which is great. Yeah. Um, so, um, and we, and I live about a mile away from Forest Park, which is basically like our central park. Right. So I'll either, if it's like a speed session, I'll drive in and we'll, we'll do, um, we all have different paces for them really, but we'll warm up together and then we'll each do our workouts, but we'll usually do it in this loop so that we see each other. So it's a really nice community and it works out really, really well. Um, but then there are also days that, that honestly I run by myself and it's actually pretty good too. Cause sometimes, you know, you need that sort of clearing out of the mind kind of stuff. Um, but you would say your long runs are almost always with people. I, my long runs almost are always some fraction of that distance is with someone, or I'd say at least the last, the last cycle for sure. Um, the Boston last year's Boston, that wasn't the case actually. Like last year's Boston, I did a lot of long runs solo. Um, but those ended up being okay too. Um, so, but usually, yeah, like I said, usually I'll try to at least meet up with, a handful, like one or two other people for at least some of the miles. So that's good. You know, you have company, but then you have other times to sort of dial in. Cause honestly you're running a marathon basically by yourself, you know? Yeah. So, so it's good practice. Um, 
it is good practice. Yeah. To be by yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You I have all of your runs by yourself for the most part. I do 99%, 99.9% yeah. yeah. because it's, I mean, people are like, oh, there must be a running community. I think there, is, there are, but like my schedule so weird. And I, what I love about running is just to be able to just go. Yeah. And do whatever it is. And I don't know. Um, I think it really helps on a long run, um, for sure, to have some company. Oh, I lost you. Hello. Oh, I sorry. Oh, there we go. Okay, I got you back. Can you hear me, Steph? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't no, know. No, that's something. okay. I got a call and everything. Uh -oh. um, Is it like an on-call call? Do you need to? No, no. Okay. Okay. It, um, oh yeah, just being out by yourself in hours, it really helps. Um, so sometimes Sauni and I will link yeah. up and I have that friend, Stefan, who is so fast. And what's so nice is that he doesn't care to run. You know, if he's running eight thirties and he can run a three hour marathon, he doesn't care about that. So it's, I think that's the key. I really think that's the key for for people who, who want to run fast, like just yeah. make sure that your long runs or whatever runs that you don't have to have a pace. Yeah. Make them as easy as you can. Yeah. That, so I think yeah. that makes perfect sense. No, for sure. I was actually surprised because he has run, you know, he's bombed a couple bomb, meaning like 318, 320. And he was like, um, I want to, I'm going to PR today. I'm going to run like three hours. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then he did it. I was like, okay. And that's I'm like, so amazing. You're the same person that's been running with me this whole time. That's actually something pretty humbling that I could, you know, do my long runs. Yeah. Probably much slower than I've been doing it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, that's it's a pretty good lesson. You, I, uh, you know, so me. speaking of that three hour mark, the, I met a physical therapist here who works with a lot of different runners in the area. And his theory is, is that basically any one of us could run, like a three hour marathon. It's just a matter of getting back to the idea. It's just a matter of how much time and energy you want to put into it. So I was like, I don't think that's true. He's like, no, I definitely really have heard that. I don't know if it applies to three hours, but I certainly believe that you and I could run minutes and minutes faster. Um, it would require more time and energy, not just running, but like you said, like physical therapy, yeah. strength training, activation, like, so like, you know, naps in the middle of the day, maybe double runs. Like, yes. <laughs> so, you know, I think you are just like, I feel like I've been running long enough. Like I said, that there's just, there's, there's a plateau effect and that's not just like being humble. I think that's, I think that's actually very true, but I think you, I really think that you have, like, you're still on the upsurge. You yeah. still have, yes, 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 yes. No, yes, because, yes. well, I've said this, like, if I, I need to just get faster and Mark is correct. I need to run short races. If you look at people with similar marathon, uh, marathon times as me, their, their half marathon is way faster than I can run a half marathon. And I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's fair. That's right. That's, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I just, oh, I hate it so much. And just running that well let's to be fair I ran a half marathon during marathon training because that's the only context in which I'm actually going to run a half marathon like when yeah. I'm running yeah. and so I know I it's not like I'm tapered or I did specific half marathon training you know to run that race so I guess in theory like I've not maximized that distance in any way but anyway yeah. I just can't imagine running it at 715 or 710 or whatever that would take because right now like my pace is 725 or something like that but like I'm like geez that is so freaking fast <laughs> like, but it wouldn't know. take very much for you it really wouldn't take yeah, very yeah. much it it would la 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 I mean like <laughs> I look at people and they're running like you know they're 10k super fast I'm like you know what it takes me oh this is my body I said this before. I know my body it takes me like five ten miles to warm up like <laughs> <laughs> so I'd have to run like a 5k after I run 10 miles and then maybe I would maximize my my 5k time if I had warmed up for like triple the distance beforehand I don't know something about my body like it needs to really run for a while so 
I don't know, Laura. I, think, I don't know. I think you could do it in like, like truly, if you took like as little as like four to six weeks and just dedicated it to, you know, granted, I would hate to do this too. I don't know if I would ever sign up for this either, but like, but track. like a short distance. Yeah. Like yeah. a 10K or something like that. I think you would, it would, you would, you'd easily blast through all those, those times that you're talking about. I don't YouTube. know. It's so difficult <laughs> it is it's, that feeling just sucks it just sucks. yeah and even to do the workouts you're just like I'm yeah. like I just woke up an hour ago which is <laughs> you know it is I realize people just wake up and go running but I need I'm like oh I can't move my body that fast like I yeah. need like a gentle <laughs> how often do you lift up. do you lift like several days a week or I, yeah. again, I'm not a lifter in any way shape or form yeah. so actually you, you do- should this is Stephanie's attempt to now interview me. No, no, no. But I've been meaning to ask you. I've been meaning to ask you. So yeah, is yeah. it like how many days a week do you lift? Like uh, three to four. I mean, there are classes at the gym that fit my schedule Tuesday through Friday. And yeah. so I try to, if I can go to all of them, that makes me happy. If I can't go to all of them, then I, I just can't just for whatever reason. And then, I mean, that is on marathon training blocks I don't go to the gym on Fridays because I do my long run on Friday so then I'm not going to the gym I mean there's um so I'll do try to do as much Tuesday through Thursday um but but those are days that you'll be running and then you'll also lift correct and then yeah usually like you Sunday I'm not doing anything at all and then uh, maybe once or twice a week I'm just running and then majority of the days I'm running and lifting yeah. yeah. See, I feel like if you had, like, you're not doing any track, you don't do, you don't do, you do have speed days though, right? I do. Well, he, um, during a marathon block, um, he had me do once like workout, um, yeah. which at the beginning, if, if you saw the workouts he gave me, it was like hysterical. It was like run two miles, warm up and then run two miles at seven thirty-five, and then cool down <laughs> yeah yeah You're like, I don't I don't want anything more than that yes <laughs> and it was like just perfect for me and I was, I was like this is great Mark and but, but he ramped it up you know but yeah he, I, like I feel like he knows what I wanted I yeah. was just like let me just let me do the minimum possible to get to marathon pace and just see how it goes because I felt like um I was too tired the other way, but yeah. you know, if I, if I ramped down like the long run a little bit and just did more speed work instead, like twice a week and then like, you know, did maybe a 10 mile long run or an eight to 10 mile long run on Fridays instead, I mean, yeah. I would have some more energy to get faster. So I don't know. I just kind of always migrate to a eight, 20 830 pace it's like my favorite pace in the world yeah well that's your easy pace though right like that's just the that's your that's your base pace but I know but like it it doesn't always feel easy it's just like what my body will do if I don't think about it too much yeah I don't know if that makes any sense yeah for sure I think and then I think that's that's where I think if you you know if you were ever to want to focus on a shorter distance I bet that that's probably what would happen is that your long run would be shorter but you would have more speed during the week. Right. Cause I think, I mean, all of that lifting has to, you know, just be a positive in terms of speed and because it, because it's yeah. gonna be that strength. Right. Yeah. So, and yeah. that burst. So, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I think you're, you barely scratched the surface of your speed potential. I don't know. Um, I, I have really- a lot of, I mean, um, slow twitch muscles in my body for some reason. Like, <laughs> because, yeah. Cause you haven't even like, but like what I'm saying, you haven't quite yeah. even un uncovered um, the the the, speed part the of talent it. of the the fast twitch ones over there yeah but that being said like I mean again I if I were to become a short distance racer I just don't think I'd have as much fun running so right you know right. like I, I want I, I told him I'd I'd rather do a 50k than a 5k so yeah <laughs> so, yeah I think like, so too not having not even done a 50k yet yes which we, we could talk about so did you so you haven't signed up for an ultra marathon, but you no, want to do one. I really want to, but again, so for 2020, I have Atlanta, Boston, and then New York. 
And there's a part of me, a friend of mine might be doing CIM in December and I keep talking. Oh my gosh. I know. I just, that sounds like such a fun race though. Hello. 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 Sorry. Sorry. I got a phone call. Oh, no, Um, it's okay. Yeah. I would love to be able to do that, but I just don't think that. I don't know. That may not be realistic. Um, CIM is coming so... soon, right? It's um, this year's CIM. Next year's, but CIM is next week. Is that right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's this next weekend, I think. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so it would be 2020, but it would be, yeah. you know, like a month after New York. Yeah. Which we are like the whole family is committed to coming. So we're definitely doing New York. Um, But so I want to do that. I want to do MCM. I want to do Marine Corps. I want to do LA. I really want to do Twin Cities. Like there's so, like I said, there are just a lot of road marathons that I really would like to get to. So it's hard Mm -hmm. to squeeze in a 50K there. So so we'll see. Um, But yeah, if you come up with one, I know Lynn said she'd be up for one too. You know, then, then I'd be... I'd be all in. I can't run Lynn's pace though. Whatever. Oh gosh, is, me neither. So. I told her. I told her I'd pick up after her. <laughs> I know right. for sure. For sure. Yeah, leave like a trail. Exactly. <laughs> if she drops so anything, we know we're, yeah, yes. so we know like we're going in the right direction. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Not running Lynn's pace. Um, no, no, I wouldn't be able to do that either. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, do you see yourself running into your fifties and sixties and forever? Yes, I would love to. The one of the women that I run with is an orthopedic surgeon. She's not a mom, but she's um, her big thing is, you know, her her phrase is always "run for life." Like if we're coming in Forest Park, in our park, we have like a bike path and a gravel path. She was like, "Gravel path, we gotta take the soft surface gravel path." I was like, "Okay, yeah, okay." So she always says, "Run for life," and that's what I'm. That's what I would love to be able to do. The um, the Wazelle, you know, they have like the granny elite squad. Did you, yeah. did you get that? No, yeah. no. So they've got some sort of, um, you know, they have their like volley team or their hope volley. And then yeah. I saw somewhere that they had the granny elite squad. I was like, that's going to be us. We're going to yeah. be the granny elite. Yeah. <laughs> so or we could be like that Korean Hangman. That, that Jeannie Rice. Yes. yes. If anyone doesn't know her, look her up. She holds the world record for um, a marathon in uh, 70 plus, like 70 to 75. She, oh, so my secret, um, (laughs) my secret goal was to beat her because every time she runs something like a half marathon or a marathon, she like one ups me. So she like ran a 120. (laughs) I know it's so sad. She's literally 71 and she wears like a sports bra when she runs. And she looks awesome. Yeah. She looks awesome. She's like this Korean (laughs) grandmother who runs and she ran a 137 half marathon. And it was like, I need to run a 130. Uh, seven half marathon, yeah. and, I, and I did. I was yes, like, Yes, exactly. I, like, you beat her. <laughs> and then at Berlin, she ran a 324, <gasps> and I like, she still has me. Oh, oh. you'll get her next time, Laura. Yes, you'll get her Stephanie, next time. You have to help me. <laughs> you'll get her next time. You'll get I need her. To get her. But you know what? She she's so good. By the time I get her, she's gonna move on. She's gonna run like a sub 320. Marathon. We're we're in constant chase of this seventy year old woman. It's it's so sad. She's your rabbit. You'll she's the one she that you're is. gonna keep chasing. She's just making you better, right? She's yeah, just she making is. you better. She yes, is. but that can be us. That no, but yes. that's what I would like to be able to do. I'd love to be able to yeah. to run and you know I don't. I'm not saying I need to run marathons for the rest of my life or ultras, but I you know we in St. Louis they have this crew. Um, Actually, it was kind of funny. We saw them yesterday when we were taking cover. And the it's called a six twenty crew. You did you meet some of them? No, I don't know. Actually, at Boston, you didn't. They weren't there. But um, they it's this group of older men who have been meeting at six twenty in the morning um, for like decades. And yeah. they do a lap around the park. And they've been written up in Sports Illustrated and Runner's World. And this one of the guys, like he knows Dave um, McGillivray or the coordinator of Boston. Yeah. He knew Carrie Pukowski. Like he knows all of these like old school, well-known like marathon coordinators. And they, I think between them, they've run every marathon there is. Um, and they're funny because they have all these rules. Like <laughs> they say, I mean, we're talking, these guys are like 70s. Um, oh, I think you were telling me about them. Like, I mean, 
normal rules like you don't wear the shirt before yes you're you not the marathon of you course. can't of, yeah you yeah, can't wear the not. shirt yeah. and you can't wear it the day after the marathon oh but you if, can't wear the day after the I, something like okay. that but you also your your time doesn't count unless you show up for a run the day after your marathon oh gosh and they also say there's no such thing as an age group win uh, <laughs> so, so they have so mean yeah they're like hardcore but um yeah um oh, shoot I forgot where I was going with that the 620 group. Yeah. Well, so they, I mean, they, so they do a lap around the parks and, you know, nowadays there, some of them are jogging. Some of them are walking every now and again. There's a guy who wears Bermuda shorts every single time. Like that's what he <laughs> wears to run, but he'll right. be riding the bike. Um, but there's one guy that I was talking to yesterday who's British and he was like a, an elite British runner, um, like a three hour marathoner, um, you know, like really was, I think maybe even sub three, but um, he was wow. talking about how he started taking a biking once he once the, he said once the women started beating me, I had to take <laughs> biking. I was like, buddy, when, once you realize that the women start beating you, that's when like your real life began. OK, <laughs> you know, right. like let's put this in perspective. But right. but yes, like Aww. to be to be like that where, you know, you're still getting together and talking about running with all your your buddies, your old buddies for years. Like that would be so great. So, yeah. so great. We want to run forever. So we got to figure out how to do it and we'll figure out a time maybe by that time we'll uh we can train together I think it would be good yeah if you move to New York where your brother is (laughs) I don't think my brother-in-law yeah your brother-in-law that's right that's right yeah yeah Yeah. he's a chef there so we'll we'll we try and see him um now and if I can run New York almost every year I would so Well, you can. You'll have a time to qualify every year now. Maybe, sure. <laughs> maybe this year I do, but I don't know about. I mean, I don't know if it'll happen every year. But no, it will. So I'll it take will. it. While, I'll take it, it while I have it. Oh, yeah. anyway. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me. We've oh, now anytime. talked for sixty-four minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I haven't even no, looked. No, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, and we'll see each other probably in Atlanta, right? I guess yep. Next time that we'll see each other. Yeah, which isn't too far in reality. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. It's in just a couple couple months. Is, are you coming by yourself? or are you, I am. Yeah. Yep. Aaron yeah. likes to hang back. Yeah, my kids don't really, they don't care that much about being at a race. And Aaron, yeah. he's going to come to Boston. Okay. Yeah, so Aaron will be at Boston, um, which will be nice. I think he came, he came my first year. So, yeah. so he'll come and then the kids won't, yeah. um, it's just such a terrible time, no, you know, know, like for, for their lives. But, right. um, so yeah, so he'll be in Boston, but, and yeah. then the whole family will be in New York. So yeah. Everyone's coming here. Oh, the yeah. jackets for Boston came out. Did you see them? Yeah. They're so yeah. pretty. Oh my yeah. gosh. They're red, white, and blue. Yeah. So I yeah. saw that notice that they were sold out Yeah, and I happened to click on it and I was able to get one. So I think, oh, you were? yeah. So I wonder, but then I looked again and it was sold out. So I wonder if um, I would keep checking because I feel like maybe they're restocking. Checking. They were just cheap. <laughs> they're super cheap. They're like super, cheap. super, super cheap. Yeah. They're like $60. So yeah. Yeah. That's the only, I mean, I know they'll always have them and it's not like yes. we wear them before the race because who would do that? <laughs> exactly. Well, and so also it's... if you wait for just like even a couple weeks, then usually they'll go on sale. But you can also, you can get them off of the um, running warehouse. Yeah, you know, with our little no, discount too. But well, with a little discount, yeah. But yeah. I want sixty-six dollar one. Because, yeah, that was know. pretty sweet. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, Stephanie, for hanging out. Oh, thanks. Anytime. No we'll problem. hang out again. Yep. All right. Have <laughs> um, a good afternoon. Yes. Have a good rest of your weekend. We'll talk All again right. soon. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, That was episode 20 with Dr. Stephanie Park. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope you were encouraged and inspired, as I always am with her. And um, we've got two more marathoners um, who um, are coming. And I'm going to somehow mention the New York City Marathon. Um, I also promise we're not going to focus just on marathoners um just happened to get a bunch of them and it is unfortunately my bias too so um, i will get some short distance runners on here shortly okay happy running guys Mm -hmm.